This episode is brought to you by the Roster Up Media Network, home to tangible insights for the NFL and fantasy sports. Check us out at rosterupmedia.com. Six for 17, 35.3% completion percentage, 25 yards, one interception, 19.5 quarterback rating. Welcome back to the Giant Up Podcast. And those, if you were wondering, were Jake Fromm's stats for today. Now, last week, we renamed the podcast the Jake Fromm Podcast. Now, I'm at a crossroads because guess what? He sucks. He played an entire game against the Eagles, and he looked like a diaper rag, which is fun. Uh, I mean, we we got excited. I, apparently, I got yelled at by my friend. I couldn't get excited about Jake Fromm last week. Apparently, I'm not allowed to get excited. Uh, apparently, us as Giants fans, we weren't allowed, according to my pal Tom, to get excited last week when Jake Fromm looked pretty decent. Like, going into this week, we weren't allowed to be excited about that, and we should have known how this was going to go. So, actually, the next time... I'm actually going to know for sure that I won't get excited. So sorry about that, Tom. He's a huge Jets fan. Uh, He's usually like such a level-headed guy. So I'm actually, I I appreciate you, Tom, for the shout out. I definitely shouldn't have got excited about Jake Fromm last week. And he sucked this week. (sighs) Now that I got that off my chest, people, that's just some, you know, inner term, uh, some personal turmoil I'm going through in my life right now. Uh, The Giants are terrible. The Knicks are still terrible. But my friends get excited when they win against horrible teams without any of their players. And I'm kind of going off on a tangent right now. I I don't want that to be it. But here is a place where we need to release our frustrations out into the world. Because New York sports have been brutal, people. But let's focus on the G-men. So as you know, I read those Jake Fromm stats to start the game. He looked horrible. He was replaced by Glennon, who played a little bit better. But who cares? Uh, He threw the only touchdown the Giants had to Evan Ingram, who was super amped. And I mean, good for him. I mean, Evan Ingram got a touchdown, but who again, who cares? Uh, Kenny Galladay was targeted eight times and he had three catches for 22 yards. I cannot imagine that man uh, being happy about his decision to sign with the Giants this year because it has been a nightmare year for him in terms of getting the ball. I mean, it has been one of the most atrocious years from an offensive standpoint I've ever seen. Like, I mean, I guess I know how it is every year, but we are literally putting up like 10 points a week. That is hard to do. I I almost want to disband. I want all 53 players off the team and the entire coaching staff and everyone in the front office. Let's literally fire everyone until there's no one left. And then the first dude who walks in the building, I don't care if he's a janitor, he's the new owner of the team. And I believe that he will do a better job to build a championship team than this organization has done since 2011. It has been shite since 2011 for the last 10 years. Shite decision-making from top to bottom. This team is an atrocious mess right now. And there is not... A single bright spot I can think of. I I don't maybe Andrew Thomas, but like, like I, maybe Andrew Thomas is the only guy I want to on the team. But I mean, what do we do, people? What do we do? Saquon Barkley, fifteen rushes for thirty-two yards. Thanks for nothing. You were literally my favorite player in the world, in the world. But now it's time for you to go too, pal. Like you, 
I love you. You're a good man. You fought your hardest, but you are just not clicking. Go to the Bills. My buddy said it would be cool if he got signed by the Bills. He's a huge Bill fan. Shout out to Andy Mack. He runs the Bills Up podcast. Go play in Buffalo, dude. Go play in Buffalo because you are not – you're just not doing anything for us here. No one is. And I don't know what to do. I thought we got good players this year, but that didn't matter. We signed everybody that we wanted to sign this offseason, but that didn't matter. So where do we point the fingers? The coaching, the GMs, it's all shite. Get rid of it all. I don't want to see any of it. I don't want to see it for a second. I want nothing. Let's go through some more stats because that's that's always fun to just blast through these unbelievable offensive numbers that these guys put up. Kadarius Tony was targeted nine times. He had four catches for 28 yards. Thanks, pal. Thank you for coming. Devontae Booker had four catches for 19 yards. Eli Penny had four catches. The most any receiver had was four catches, which is cool. But the most receiving yards that one player had was Kadarius Tony, who led the way with a monster 28 yards receiving. And Saquon, with his monster 32 yards rushing, led the way for our team in rushing yards. Thank you all for coming. You all played horrible. The Giants' defense looked pretty good for the first half and then got absolutely slapped around in the second half. Uh, Devontae Smith had that awesome touchdown. Lane Johnson, the offensive lineman, even had to have some fun and get a touchdown. Boston Scott scurried in there and got a little tud. And we lost 34-10. Um, you want some bright spots? I got some bright spots. We'll have a good pick next year in the draft. And Seattle's up 14-7 right now against Chicago. And we have Chicago's pick. So there's still potential that we could have two really high draft picks, which is always a nice place to start when you want to rebuild. So let's let's – we got picks – and we have some young guys, like some young guys, like there's guys like Kadarius Tony and Andrew Thomas, who I don't want to get rid of, who I'd like to maybe build around. If we're now going to talk a little bit more seriously, um, I think Sterling Shepard, I don't know what his deal is. I honestly think he should just be cut next year. I love him. He's a longtime giant veteran. He's played a lot of gritty games for us, but he's injured all the time. And it's just, there's just no room for him on the team anymore. There really isn't. He, he, I think he needs to get cut. I mean, Slayton is just like non-existent. He had five targets and he had one catch for seven yards. Like, I mean, I don't know where to look people anymore. Saquon had a nice catch for negative four yards, which is fire. His only catch of the game, not even getting him involved in the passing game. That was his only target. And that was like right at the beginning of the game. So the offense... The offensive coaching, everyone who has something to do with the offense this year should be fired. Um, clearly, it wasn't Garrett. I mean, Garrett was obviously a problem. He had to go. But everyone's got to go. Whoever is, like, there needs to go. We need completely new people talking about a completely new offense. And I don't give a shit how long it takes for people to learn. Or I don't care if, oh, this is Daniel Jones. Oh, it's going to be so tough for him. Another a new offensive coordinator dude, we're putting 10 points up a game. I don't want to hear anything about keeping anyone. I would not, I really actually wouldn't care what the moves they make is anymore. Cause I don't know what's a good move and what's a bad move. I thought they made good moves in the off season. I don't think they were. Kenny Holiday's a stiff. We don't even, we can't even connect with him. Can't even literally connect with one of the best possession catch receivers. Apparently that was supposedly in the league. I thought, 
we can't get him the ball. So we are just vanilla and bland, and we got nothing to bring to the table on offense. Just nothing. We are no threat whatsoever. At least, like, we played hard last year on defense and, like, made it difficult for some teams. Like, this year it's just <laughs> brutal. So now let's do a nice little – this is what I'm going to do. I had a plan on doing this in the beginning, but you know what? We can do it right now. We're going to do a nice one-minute moment of silence for Jake Fromm. We are going to start it right about now. All right, we did 20 seconds. That's the most I can do. Uh, I think that's, I don't even think, I don't know why I give him a moment of silence, but you know what? I think he gets one because of how horrible he played. Uh, I, I think it was a record. He just looked brutal. He was missing throws. He was launching balls over people's heads. Um, that one interception he threw, he got his face mask ripped down and no one gives a shit about that anymore, apparently. So they just threw that. They counted that as a pick. I felt bad from there, but how, how much could you feel bad for the guy? I mean, they gave him a shot. I know he's still, like, learning the offense or whatever, but, I mean, God. There's no excuse for playing that. Terrible. Oh, I'm so tired of watching this team. I'm so tired of watching just mediocre, mediocre quarterbacks and horrible quarterbacks playing football for the Giants the last four years. I mean... It's been atrocious. It's been brutal. These people don't know how lucky they got it. These Packers fans and these Cowboys fans, you find a guy like Dak Prescott in the fifth round right when Tony Romo's out, bam, seamless transition. Dak is amazing. Right when Brett Favre's out for the Packers, bam, Aaron Rodgers. Seamless transition. These guys don't know how good they have it. Where's our quarterback? And who is he? Where is he and who is he? I don't know. I don't think I care for Daniel Jones anymore. I'm done with the clean slate. I know he's injured, but I, I don't. I, he had that one game this year where he went off, but like the guy just doesn't. It doesn't impress me when he throws for 200 yards, doesn't turn the ball over in one touchdown. That does not impress me. And that doesn't mean he should be our starting quarterback by any means because he's no longer turning the ball over. He doesn't do anything else. There is zero excitement when it comes to Daniel Jones. Zero. Zilch, nada, nothing. There is no excitement with this team whatsoever. Change the uniforms, change the team name. I, like, I think we're cursed at this point. Our offense has been so bad for so long. It's almost unbelievable. The Jets just put up 26 points. I get that they played the Jags, but the Eagles are 7-7. Seven and seven. They're not the best team in the NFL. Let's put up over 20 points. So that, that wouldn't even have been good enough today. We still would have lost by double digits. I mean, shit. What a brutal year. But we are sticking around. We are still grinding out these podcast episodes, man. No matter how bad the Giants are going to play every week, Giant Up's going to be there for you. And we're going to be venting. We're going to be releasing our frustrations out to here. 
And then hopefully next week, there's some clear signs about things. Maybe there's some dude just sitting on the street and we could pick him up and he's the best quarterback of all time. Like Kurt Warner, he was playing arena football. Let's head down to some arena football games and just start scooping dudes and starting them for the rest of the year. The Giants should start a new quarterback every week for the rest of the year. What is it? Three games left? Let me look. I'm done with this. What is it? Three games? Let's see. Let's see. No, I want to know. I want to know. It's week 16, week 17, week 18. We got two games left against the Washington football team and the Bears. Uh, it kind of sucks that we're playing the Bears because I want us both to lose that game if that's possible. But to be completely honest with you people, we're sort of in football purgatory right now, which which was a risk going into this year with the signings that we made. If this didn't pan out, we were going to be in purgatory because we really don't got anything to build around now. Now we just have a bunch of players and a bunch of contracts on our team, absolutely no money in sight, and we don't have a good football team. So whatever the Giants' plan is, whoever inherits this Dave Gettleman mess, it's going to take him slash her, whoever it is, years to fix. Years, people. This is a mess. Whoever is inheriting this team after the contracts that Dave Gettleman gave out last year, a mess. So, all I'm saying is, though, we got to take the step in the direction of burning off this entire team. Burn it down. Burn it down. It's done. Whatever this era was, it's done. You want to keep Joe Judge for another year? Fine. Who knows? He could be just the biggest shithead. The, the reason all this could be happening could be him. I mean, he's the head coach. Eventually, you're going to have to take the blame. There's been other scapegoats your entire life. There ain't going to be another scapegoat for you next year when Jason Garrett and Dave Gettleman are gone. It's all on you, pal. It is all on you. But as much as I love all these Giants fans for sticking around and just being, being positive, we're tired. We're tired. I mean, as a Nick fan and a Giant fan, I am just exhausted. I'm exhausted and I have no answers. Those are the two things. That's the worst combination probably, being exhausted and having absolutely no answers. Um, Let's check out some tweets. This guy, Chris, said, can't wait for baseball. I feel that. I'm a Met fan, so that's kind of cool. Joshua said, 15 carries, 32 yards, generational talent. We love that. He's talking about Saquon Barkley stats. Oh, man. And this guy's saying on the bright side, we currently have the third and fourth round pick. Yeah, that's not locked in yet. We don't. Um, but yeah, we one of those is, I mean, like the Giants lost and the Jets won. So that's huge. And if the Bears lose, then, then we could have two top five picks, which is amazing to have that luxury. And I want a new GM. That's what's also important. Like that'd be such a great leaping point for a new GM a starting point, I should say, to have two first-round picks, to be able to kind of make your own identity for this team. Right there, you could take two big swings, baby. Get two good, hopefully great players. I mean, it's not often you have two top-five picks as an organization. It's actually extremely rare. And the Jets and the Giants are both kind of in this cool position where they can have these kind of multiple high picks, and hopefully it can leapfrog them into something else. But, But people, I mean, that's just about it, man. 
I'm just about out of gas on this giant season. We got two games left, people. We just got to get through it. I don't know what I want. I don't know if I want them to lose out or just go for some pride at this point. Maybe beat Washington and Chicago. Chicago loses out. We still have a really good first-round pick. Um, so, yeah, I don't mind beating Chicago next week because that'd be a great win. Like, Then we can focus on beating Washington and just messing with them, which would be kind of cool. I mean, if we finish the game with, do we finish the season with six wins again? Like, kind of the same as last year, but it was a worse year than last year. This was a down year. Last year, we fought hard. We competed with some really good NFL teams. And this year, it's just not, it hasn't been more of the same. It's been pretty messy. And I don't blame the defense. It's like the defense is playing well for stretches, but after just a, two years of just horseshit offense how much energy could you provide to at this point and with the injuries that have piled up already we haven't had blake since like week two no jabril oh man what a really tough year but i just want to thank everyone who's still out here listening to these podcasts i just want to thank you all because this is all we got now, man. All we got is just each other. That's what Giants fans need to do. We just need to get together. We need to vent all this stuff out, man, and pray that next year we can find some sort of direction because right now we don't have one. Right now we're just aimlessly wandering around trying to get through this year because it's been a nightmare every year. And Man, did that game drag on. A nice old three-and-a-half-hour, 24-point Giant loss is the best. Perfect way to start your post-Christmas. But... You know what? That's all. That's all that uh, giant ups got in the tank for this episode, people. I love you so much. Thanks all for listening. Go follow me on the Twitter if you don't at Giant Up Pod. We also got the TikTok going at Giant Up. We also have my Instagram at Joe Carjulia. Go follow me on all those things, man. I love to post some stuff. I love to talk to Giants fans on the Twitter. I'm on there more than the other thing than the other two social medias. We haven't been that active on the TikTok as of late. Um, but yeah, man, we're still gonna be here for you every week with this pod, baby. Uh, thanks again for listening, guys. Giant up. We're out.